missed a week. Life got a little crazy on my end, and I had to make a decision. And that decision was, you know what, we're going to skip this week, and we'll go on to next week. And it just, it's fine. The world is still moving on, right? So uh, today we are going to talk about, in episode 12 of the podcast, on how to relate to those in your life. So today we're going to learn about how to relate to those in your world, and obviously those this will certainly be easier for you to know how to do if you know the types of the people in your world, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you don't, or if you have any questions, you can always go over to the website or send me an email, brandon at aimandanchorcoaching.com. I can get test codes for you if you want to take a test. Uh, we can schedule a time to chat. Um, in an hour, we would probably have a good idea as to uh, where you might sit in the Enneagram and what space you might take up. And uh, yeah, always all of that good, fun stuff. But today, we're going to be referencing a book that I referenced before in the podcast, uh, Spiritual Rhythms for the Enneagram by Adele and Doug Calhoun, as well as Claire and Scott. Um, I'm going to say Lowridge. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. L-O-U-G-H-R-I-G-E. Lowridge? Lowridge? I don't know. But... uh, Two couples, Adele and Doug and Claire and Scott, put this book, this book together. And um, just as a clarifier, um, if you are not a faith-based person, this is definitely a faith-based book. But uh, there's still some good information in there. I just want to give that information out to people. Um, and uh, But I, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed the book, and I think they did a great job as uh, with all the information that I've pulled from it. So um, today we're going to talk about how to get along with those in your life. We're going to start at type 8 and then move from 8 to 9, then to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I'm trying to mix it up. But basically what I want to do is give you at least three points for each type um, for those in your world in how to relate to them and get along with them better. That is to say that we are not excusing inappropriate or negative behavior in our friends or family members. We're not letting them continue to do things that hurt us or that are toxic to relationship, but in a way to relate to the people in your world that says, I care about you, I love you, I want you in my world, I want to know you better, and here are some ways in which we can relate to those people in our worlds. And maybe uh, you're listening to this and you are in a relationship and you're trying to figure out how to put this information into a practical context in your uh, relationship with your partner, or maybe you're in a family setting and you're trying to relate with those, or you're just trying to relate to people at work. Whatever the case may be, these are things that um, I believe will help you get along with those in your world. So starting with type eight, type eights, they can seem uh, gruff, but don't take it personally. They aren't trying to hurt you. They are just unaware that they have. Again, our type eights, they sit in the, t- the um, 
the uh, gut triad and their emotional struggle is anger. And eights in the three, eight, nine, and one that sit in the gut triad, they overdo anger. So they, um, they're not trying to hurt. It's just something that they probably have done that they're unaware of. If you do feel hurt by an eight, just tell them. Eights trust and respect people who stand up for themselves. So meet them with the intensity and just with truth. When an eight shows their vulnerable side, and uh, this may be rare, but when they do, and uh, you're close in their world, honor it. Speak out your appreciation, but don't go overboard. Don't gush about it. Um, just acknowledge it. Say, I'm, I'm grateful that you were willing to be vulnerable with me. And then move on because they don't like flattery. And don't make excuses. Be direct. It shows them that you care. I, uh, uh, fun story. I went out with uh, my brother and his lady, and we went out and had dinner. And they brought, and she brought a friend who happened to also be a lady. And so it kind of started to feel a little bit like a double date sort of a situation. And I could pick up on her energy pretty quick that she was an aggressive type. Um, and so I just started to kind of guess at some things, not, you know, out loud, but when you are a coach, you sometimes tend to, uh, greet the world through the eyes of the Enneagram. And I was able to match energy with her and, um, she had, had done her own Enneagram work and turns out that she was an eight. And, uh, we were able to communicate really well because I knew, going into it that I, I could match her energy and she would find that as respective where if a, a nine who is unaware or unhealthy would avoid that at all costs because there's just a lot of conflict there. So uh, as you know these things, you can begin to relate to those in your world and get to know them a little bit better. For my type nine friends, uh, because the nine sometimes merges with the perspectives or ideas of others, ask them questions about their ideas. Ask them questions about their opinions and their needs. But you also respect their individuality. We nines um, like our autonomy, our independence, but we also need help from the outside world. Nines create, crave peaceful environments, so minimize chaos and minimize unpredictability. We like structure. When you experience a nine pushing down anger, again, eight, nine, and one, living in the, uh, the anger triad, uh, when you experience a nine that pushes down their anger or digs in, tell them. Tell them you want to understand what is going on, and then be patient. Sometimes for us nines, it takes us a little bit of time to figure out what exactly is happening internally. For my type one friends, or how to appreciate your type one friend in your world, appreciate their high standards, their steadiness, helpfulness, and their hard work. Assure them of their worth. Encouragement gets better results from a one than criticism. Tell them you would recommend or tell them you would welcome their encouragement. They can be good at encouragement. One's love for people to apologize. You have to admit your mistakes. Type ones are so critical of themselves that they know when mistakes are made. So when you avoid them or try to pretend that they're not there, 
they do not like it. And finally, ones have a loud inner critic, and they can dish out the uh, the teasing or the uh, the kind of the fun banter. But sometimes it's hard for them to take that back because they take it so seriously because they've spent so much time berating themselves that when it's come when it comes from an outside source, it can seem as though their inner critic moved out of their body and then is now berating them from the outside. Now that's not to say that we need to baby or pamper. We just have to be cautious and be cognizant of it. For my type two friends, twos consistently volunteer and their default answer is yes. They say, it's no problem, even when it may be. They ask about their limits and their needs by asking, do you really have the bandwidth to do this? Twos want you to share your life with them. It makes them feel needed. If they deflect questions by turning the discussion back to you, simply say, I'll answer your question if you'll answer it too. Twos are distressed and take it personally when they feel connections break. Let them know that disagreements and conflicts won't break your relationship because they deal with abandonment quite heavily. And be gentle if you refuse their help. For my type 3 friends, when threes take on more than is possible, ask, how are you doing? Or, can you share the load? A three's inner supervisor wakes up in the morning and says, start the to-do list and expand your network. Instead of... Carpe diem, maybe you could suggest salve diem, which is greet the day instead of seize the day. Encourage threes to listen to their feelings. Ask open-ended questions about their desires, their busyness, and their goals. Threes don't want to be slowed down by negativity or a lack of enthusiasm. Lean into what is good about their plans and be discerning about criticism. For the type fours in your world, appreciate their perceptivity, their depth, and their ability to hold paradox. Disconnection uh, hold on. Disconnection between deep distress uh, For the type four friends in your world, appreciate their perceptivity, their depth and ability to hold paradox. Disconnection brings deep distress for them. Initiate connection and then stay connected. Welcome their resonance to pain and beauty without trying to fix it. I'm going to say that again for my, my four friends or friends that have four friends. <laughs> Welcome their resonance to pain and beauty without trying to fix it. They are uncomfortable with either or thinking, so accept their comfort with the gray. My type five friends in the crowd, or you have a type five friend, five seldom enjoy small talk. Ask questions about ideas. Ask questions about work or, or hobbies. They don't want to be the center of attention. 
They don't want to appear inadequate, and they definitely don't want to appear foolish. So don't embarrass them or put them on the spot. If you want them to participate, give them time to prepare. And what I'm saying is you think about a time, amount of time that you thought, okay, this would be an appropriate amount of time for them to prepare, then add some more time to that, and then you might get close to the amount of time that they would like to have to prepare. Okay, so uh, when they withdraw to conserve energy, respect that need for privacy. And then finally, for the type fives in your world, they want to know exactly what is expected of them. Do not be vague and don't just hope that they'll figure it out because they will not and they don't want to. They want to be told. Be very clear. For the type sixes in your world. Sixes build trust over time, and it takes practice for them to do this. Be vulnerable, purposeful. For the type sixes in your world, sixes build trust over time, and it takes practice for them to do this. Be vulnerable, be purposeful and consistent in your connection. Take initiative and share your story with them. Accept that sixes ask questions to lower their anxieties. Listen and validate their perspective. They see what could go wrong, and they can help, and they can steer you straight. When a six, when you see a six respond with their own inner authority, rather than look to others, affirm them and the good that they bring. I'm going to say that one more time. When you see a six respond with their own inner authority, rather than look to others to affirm them and the good that they bring. Be patient with them. Decisions can be tough. For the type sevens in your world, they want... So you, they want you to play and join in on their fun rather than dampen it. Take yourself less seriously and delight in their delight. When a seven expresses pain or disappointment, be gentle and encourage them that this is a good thing. Sevens like variety and new experiences. They manage things by walking around. Don't expect them to sit at their desks all day. And those are a few ways that you can interact with those in your world and hopefully begin to cultivate and deepen the relationships with those around you. If you are interested in learning more about your type, I have a free download um, over on my website and uh, it breaks down each of the types and it might be able to give you a little bit more insight on who you are and how you operate in the world and in what way you view the world. If you have any questions or concerns, comments, inquiries, suggestions, you can always email me at brandon at aimandanchorcoaching.com. And as always, you can schedule a free call on the website in the top right corner, aimandanchorcoaching.com. If you aren't following us on, on Instagram, why? What are you doing? Why would you not? It's so much fun over there. Aim and Anchor Coaching. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And 
as always, especially in the middle of a global pandemic, especially here in the United States that seems to not be leaving us. Give yourself a break. Go easy on yourself. And remember, if you don't know what's holding you back in this world, how can you really move forward? Be well. Grace and peace, you guys. Bye.